Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another phenomenal episode of GEMS Podcast. I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Talia Dendi. She is a cancer doula, but she also dives into other areas as well. So here's a little bit more about what she does. She's a cancer thriver, cancer health equity consultant, mental health first aider, and podcaster who has dedicated her career to advocating for, guiding, supporting, and empowering people diagnosed with cancer, a supply chain analyst in her previous life. She developed a fulfilling career path from cancer patient to founder and CEO of On the Other Side, LLC, a cancer navigation enterprise which provides personalized support using a patient-centered and holistic approach. Talia hosts the Navigating Cancer Together podcast, and she has been a guest on numerous podcasts, Authority Magazine and Thrive Global featured Talia as an authority in the interview series. I survived cancer, and here's how I did it. And without further ado, please welcome Talia Dendi to GEMS Podcast. Thank you so much for the gracious introduction. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you so much for just coming on and just dedicating some time out of your schedule. And today we're really going to unpack why you started doing what you're what you're doing now. And we know it's because you are a cancer survivor and you wanted to give hope to other people, but some people may be wondering what is a cancer doula and what does that look like? Absolutely. So as you mentioned in 2011, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And so that diagnosis led me on a discovery of all its own. Prior to being diagnosed, I did not know anything about cancer. Other than what we see on TV, you know, that's the people who basically are bald. They look very sick. However, that's not what many cancer patients look like. Then also there's the stigma that if you're diagnosed with cancer, you're just going to die. That is no longer true as well. The survivorship, the numbers are climbing more and more each day, and that's a whole different subject. But um, during my cancer journey, although I had support of my family, friends, and um, a wonderful oncologist, I noticed that there were some key things missing. And that was emotional support from someone who had been through something similar as myself. And so I tried to go to a support group and I was the only black person there. I was the youngest person there. Everyone there was very negative. And so that was not my mindset. So I had to get out of there immediately. And I said, well, what am I going to do? Because at the time, there were no one on magazine covers for cancer that were black. There were not any black support groups that I had known about or even for people my age at that time. And so... And that sent me on a whole different journey and a whole different search of, okay, 
how can I keep myself uplifted? And how can I keep my mindset together? What things do I need to do to keep myself going? And so what I had done was I started to research mind-body connection. I had also um, done very well doing a lot of the research about my specific cancer and understanding my treatment options and diving into those things. And so because of my background, um, I love to read. I would say I'm kind of like that nerdy friend who, <laughs> who always has their head in a book. And so for me, you know, that, that research, that digging into information, that wasn't overwhelming for me. That actually drove me because I said, I need to understand what this is that has attacked my body. And so I started doing the research. I talked in depth with my oncologist. I came in with questions. I formed a great relationship with him. And so all of these things just kind of came together. And my oncologist, my nurse, the people on my healthcare team just kept saying, Talia, we, we cannot believe how well you're handling this. You know, people don't come in prepared. They don't ask questions. They don't even challenge us. They just kind of throw up their hands and say, okay, whatever you say. Whereas with me, it was like, this is a discussion. Let me know what my options are. We'll talk those through. We'll talk through the pros and cons, excuse me. Then I'm going to tell you what kind of quality of life I would like to have, you know, and we'll find the best option that's going to help me get there. And so I really stepped into my power, not really knowing at that time um, what I was really doing. And it didn't occur to me until halfway through what I had done. And that was I had became my own self-advocate. I became my own patient advocate. And I formed a relationship with my doctor. And I let him know right away that, hey, this is a partnership. And I think that's what a lot of people fail to realize is that you are, this is, you're forming your healthcare team. You are the captain. You're the leader. You know, you don't, they don't get to dictate everything to you. It's a discussion. You take what they tell you, you do some research on your own, and then you come to a conclusion that works best for you. And so these are all the different things that I implement in what I do when I work with people. And oh. so... Wait, so before we dive a little bit deeper in that, Talia, so I want to set the stage up for anyone listening right now, and I want you to tell them exactly what Hodgkin's lymphoma is and how does that affect your um, your body. That way they know the context um, of what we're talking about so they could dive deeper to connect the dots within all of the things that you do in the cancer um, ram because each type of cancer is different and everybody reacts differently to cancer and it comes in all shades and colors and it affects everyone from all walks of life. Correct. And so Hodgkin's lymphoma is basically considered a blood cancer. And so basically that's when your lymph system is not really doing the things that it should be doing, like removing the waste and things like that. So Hodgkin's lymphoma is a blood cancer and it typically um, impacts younger adults or people who are older in life, I would say like 60 and over or so. And so um, that diagnosis came out of nowhere. 
Um, before, I was always healthy, never really had any issues. I went to the doctor once a year for my annual exams, and that was my experience as a healthcare consumer, doing my preventative care. And so having to get more involved took me down a whole different path, and I had to learn how to navigate the healthcare system. I had to learn how to really understand you know, what was going on with insurance and all those other things. And so all of those different things led me to being a cancer doula. Now, I will back up and say I originally was calling myself a cancer coach. There's coaches everywhere. <laughs> and so I, I said, what I'm doing is a little bit different in the sense that, you know, it's very, very personalized. And the people that I work with, not to say this isn't the case with coaches, but it's on a deeper level. The people that I work with have to be very vulnerable and they have to share a lot of things that they may not be comfortable otherwise sharing. And so you have to really build that trust factor. So I started researching the word doula and the word doula means another person who supports someone else through a major life change or significant health-related experience. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard of birth doulas. I said, well, that's the beginning of life. Deaf doulas, that's the end of life. Cancer doula, we're focused on the present. We wanna get you to that quality of life. You know, you face this thing in front of you, understand that there's something better on the other side of cancer, and while you're healing, heal everything. Because a lot of times, cancer is what we see on the surface. But every time I talk with someone and I support someone and I walk with them, many other traumas, many other things that they've gone through in life come to the surface. Whether it's their marriage is not working, maybe they don't have a great relationship with their family, Maybe they've suffered some kind of abuse. Maybe they're not happy with their job. Now, walking around and harboring and carrying all these things with you over time is really making you sick. And so that's where the mind-body connection comes in. And so that's very important because what we think up here translate throughout our body. And that's beautiful that you said that because I always say mind, body, and soul. And sometimes your thoughts can wreak havoc on your overall temple. And you have to think, what is our temple? Our body is our temple. We are a human vessel. So we have to be mindful of what we think. We have to be mindful of what we eat. We have to be mindful of where we go, how the environment is affecting us. Um, overall, because there's so many different things that can trigger um, cancer because something could lie dormant in your body, maybe a small infection. And before you know it, that infection can turn into a cancerous cell. And then you go to get a biopsy and it could either be benign or it could be that you have um, 
you know, been faced with the big C word cancer. And some people say, well, no one else in my family had cancer. There was no signs for me to look for. And then they're starting by themselves and they don't have a good team of people around them to help them navigate the uncharted territories. And the reason why I wanted to jump in and say that is because I've lost an aunt. It's been over maybe 20 years ago due um, to leukemia, which is a blood cancer. And then now currently present day, I have a family member of mine that is battling adult T-cell leukemia lymphoma. And when you don't know about cancer and you're going through the journey with somebody, it's so important that you listen to how they're feeling. You educate yourself so you don't say anything that is contradictory to maybe what their medical providers are saying. And you be that sounding board because if you haven't walked in the shoes of a cancer patient, you don't know how they feel. You don't know what their struggle is. So what can you do to make it easier for them without pitying them? Because they are still able to take care of themselves and they don't need a, a person to have a pity partner with them. They need a soldier that's willing to fight alongside of them. So I just wanted to interject that um, to Leah. So true. Everything that you just said is true. And that's what a lot of people struggle with. And as a cancer doula, as I mentioned, we're focused on the present. We're focused on helping you face this thing in front of you called cancer. And I want people to understand that it doesn't mean death. It doesn't always mean that for everyone. So I like for people to start off on the right foot. I'm not saying pretend like you're happy and joyful and all these things, because that's not healthy either. What I'm saying is don't get stuck in those negative emotions to the point where you're not taking any action, to the point where you're not showing up for yourself, because this is the time to put yourself first if you never have before. And so some of the key things that I cover with people are first of all, giving them that emotional support, understanding what is it that you need at this present moment, making sure they understand that, hey, we have this connection, I'm here to support you however I can. So then we cover mindset. Very critical to get that in order right away, if you can, because that kind of sets the tone for everything else. The other part that I cover is health, and that includes nutrition and exercise. No, I'm not a dietitian or anything like that, but there are key components that have to be kind of put in place to help your body be able to you know, take on whatever kind of treatment that you have, whether it's chemotherapy, radiation, even surgery. And so if there's things that my clients need outside of my expertise, I have people that I can refer them to as well. The other piece is communication. As you mentioned earlier, it's so important for people to know how to talk to their friends and their loved ones that have been diagnosed. And one way to do that is to give my clients the tools that they need to take control of that conversation and drive that conversation. And then they can talk about the things that they're comfortable talking about with that time, while at the same time educating people how to communicate with them. And this could be family, friends, this could be at work, even with your healthcare provider. Because some of them are very great at what they do, 
but some of them don't have the best, you know, bedside manner or ability to communicate with their patients. No knock on doctors at all there, but it's just the truth. The other part that I cover is understanding your treatment options. And that is, for example, I don't tell you what your options are. You, they, my clients come back to me and say, hey, my doctor recommended chemotherapy. You know, can, can you talk through that? And so we'll talk about the side effects, the pros and cons. Again, quality of life. What do you want your life to be like? Do you still want to be able to run a marathon after? You know, if you do, here's some things you want to take into consideration. The other part is for some people, clinical trials, they may have to consider that. Um, and so making sure they understand where to find clinical trials, the questions to ask. And I, I focus on those things because I want the people that I work with to make those decisions, not out of fear, but with education and confidence. And that comes from understanding what your options really look like in the end result of those options. Uh, the other part is um, uh, navigating the healthcare system. A lot of people don't really know where to start. They don't really know what kind of doctors they need on their healthcare team. Um, there's so many different people that are gonna be a part of one's healthcare team. When do they come in? How do I go see a specialist? Who do I need to see? It's just so many different things that people, if you don't have to go to the doctor a lot, you're just not going to know. And then finally, insurance. A lot of claims, unfortunately, are denied for people when they want to get treatment or something like that. And so helping them to be able to, you know, um, go against those claims and say, hey, this is a valid claim, here's my documentation, or reaching out to their doctor and getting things that they need to support that claim. So it's just, there's so much, there's so much that a lot of people are not aware of that they're gonna need to know whether themselves or someone that they're caring for is diagnosed. And that that is so true because I can't tell you um, how hard it was to have to be in the thick of something. And as a caregiver, I was a caregiver for my dad up until he passed in November, 2020. And I learned along the way with my dad, I had to know how to act as my dad's patient advocate. I had to know who all of his doctors were as he was going through the treatment. I learned about the different medications that he was given, what side effects those medications had. I had to know who to contact with the hospital billing in case something got denied because there could be one code, one number, one letter off that can cause your bill to be denied. But if you don't go through it with a fine tooth comb and pull out those intricate details, you can be paying for something that you were never really meant to pay for. But because you had no knowledge of it, you're fitting the bill. Another thing to be mindful of, whether you are battling cancer or you're battling something as diabetes or maybe medical malpractice or whatever, each state has a state department that you could call to voice your complaints where they will open an investigation against a hospital or a provider so you could get some answers done if the people that you are reaching out to 
are not responding to you in a timely and effective manner, and you feel like maybe there is a slight form of discrimination, you as a patient have a right and your right um, has so many things that go along with it and you have the ability to voice it up. And one thing that I like that you mentioned to Leah is self-care. A part of self-advocacy is a part of self-care. You have to love yourself and be willing to put up the fight in order to get where you want to go because things are not going to just fall into place like that. And that is a part of her journey. You see her business is called On the Other Side LLC. So while she was going through her breakthroughs, some things broke her, but she made it through. Now she's on the other side and she's able to help people who are going through their cancer journey, who need help, or etc. So Talia, I want you to talk about on the other side as we get ready to wind down. Absolutely. And thank you for giving me that opportunity. So I came up with the name on the other side, because I think it's so important for people to have someone, whether it's me or someone else that they know, to be a visual representation that there is life on the other side of cancer. So don't give up when you get that diagnosis. I know you're thinking it's easy for you to say that you're 10 years out. You know, it wasn't, I didn't know I was going to be 10 years out, but at that time I had decided that I wanted to live. And so in order for me to live, I had to do what I had to do at that time to make it on the other side of cancer. And so I named my business on the other side as a symbol of hope for people, as a symbol of encouragement for people that, hey, there is still life on the other side of cancer. And you know what? During this time, you can heal, completely heal. And then throughout your journey, create the quality of life that you want. What do you want your life to look like? This is a kind of a time to reset and start over. And so that's why it's called On the Other Side. And as a cancer doula, I'm here to help you get on the other side of cancer. I love that. And as you were talking, I was looking at the background and the logo of um, On the Other Side. And I see two mountains. I see a sun in the background with um, the lines coming off, which shows that radiating. Sometimes in life, we have to climb the mountains, but when you get to the top of the mountain, you can see things clearly. But I kind of want you to explain why you chose the logo you did, because what you see may be totally different than what I see, but I'm just telling you how I feel when I look at your logo. And there's some other um, key intricates that I see, like maybe the coloring you chose for the logo, um, the way that the graphics are made and stuff like that. And all of those are so important to pay attention to because it tells you a little bit more about her business and maybe what some of the core values are and where she was coming from. And even though Talia has been cancer free for 10 years, she put in the work and she fought for where she wanted to go. So she did some reverse engineering. She started with the end goal in mind that she was going to live and not die. She was going to live life on her terms. She was going to have quality of life and et cetera. And she started to reverse engineer it. And you heard her say she made sure that she had a good relationship with her oncologist as well as all the other providers and took it as a partnership, not as you're telling me something and this is final. No, 
we're doing it together because it's her body, her life, and she knows where she wants to be. Well said. And so to your point, um, I chose the sun because to me, that's life. That's something to look forward to every day. Each day we wake up, we're able to see the sun. It's a gift. You know, the the two hands, um, the hands, that's me supporting people and helping them to get over the humps of cancer, which represents um, the mountains. Cancer is represented by the mountains. And so the two hands together are me supporting my clients and helping them to make it to the top of those mountains. The sun is still shining. It's going to shine even brighter, you know, once you get through it. The color purple um, is one of my favorite colors, but it's also a color um, that represents Hodgkin's lymphoma. And so that's why the purple's there. And then again, the mountains, that's, that's cancer. It's a mountain, you know? And I don't like to use words like fight, battle, all that stuff, um, because there's such a negative connotation with it. But I like to say, you know, it's something that you have to face. It's another hump in the road. It's another mountain that we have to climb in life if we're given that diagnosis. And one thing that I can tell people is that once you've gone through something like cancer or another major health issue, you can fall back on those same tools that you used to get through that. When you face something else tough in life, you use those same tools and strategies and they'll help you to keep going. Also, what what has happened for me is that when I'm faced with something difficult, I say, you know what, I got through cancer. I, I can probably do this. <laughs> and so I just use it as a reminder of what I've been through, how it got me to where I'm at today and what my purpose is. That's to help other people see that they have the power and the strength within themselves to help them get to the other on the other side of cancer. You just have to show up for yourself and it's not easy. So, you know, reach out for support, whether it be from me or someone else, a friend or family member, but make it sure that it's someone who's in it for the long haul. And that's the important piece and someone you can trust. And Talaya, I want you to tell the listeners as well as the viewers your call to action and then um, give them your contact information so they could connect with you via your website or where you hang out on social media. Absolutely. So um, I would like to invite people if they're interested in learning more about, you know, how I can support them, if them, if you or a loved one has received a cancer diagnosis and you're wondering, you know, what kind of support is out there, how I can help, schedule a free 30-minute meet and greet. And it isn't, you know, an actual session, but it's an opportunity for you to share what your cancer diagnosis is and what kind of challenges you're facing. And then also, I will explain how I can help you or if I can help you. If I can't help you, I will be honest and say that. And then I will refer you to someone else. And so that's the call to action. But the other thing I want to add to that is, even if you don't reach out to me, reach within. 
Take the time for yourself. Show up for yourself because this is your life. And how can the listeners and viewers connect with you? What's your website information and plug your social media? Yes, they can find me at ontheotherside.life. On the other side is one word, dot life. And of course, life means there's still life to live. <laughs> and so they can also find me on Instagram under on, on the other side, one seven, Facebook on the other side, Cancer Doula. And then on LinkedIn, they can find me under my name, Talea Dindy, or I have a business page as well, which is on the other side. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. You just heard Talea Dendi, our cancer doula, bringing you hope, life, peace, radiant sunshine, and ever-ending grace because she's been through it. So she's now able to help you go through your journey and make sure that you take time to practice self-care, know your self-worth, and know your reason because you were created on purpose for a purpose as a masterpiece and your life is not ending it is just beginning so shift your mindset get a new paradigm shift and do what you need to do to ensure that you are here for as long as you can be your family needs you and the people who are connected needs you So believe in yourself and rise up to the top because you are an overcomer and we are rooting for you. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms and connect with us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Once again, it's been a pleasure. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you just heard Talea Dendi, the cancer doula. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H Genesis G-E-N-E-S-I-S Amaris A-M-A-R-I-S Kemp K-E-M-P at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.